Mercer Island High School has a rich history in athletics, winning a countless number of state championships. The Mercer Island Islanders Islander. come away with the hardware. From before the turn of the century, they'll try a desperation three and there it is. Off the mark, Mercer Island has won the state championship. To as recently as 2019. It is all Mercer Island. They win the 3A state championship 14 to 6. But a certain part of high school athletics is overlooked. The athletes themselves. The players that make the game-winning plays also walk the halls of Mercer Island High School like every other student. Some of the most talented athletes from the Islanders have been recognized as Hall of Famers. However, other than a plaque outside the high school gym, these special athletes are practically a mystery to the Mercer Island community, even with the impact they made to the high school. My job throughout this podcast series is to shine a light on the lives behind Mercer Island High School's greatest athletes of all time. Welcome to the MIHS Hall of Fame Podcast. Hello, I'm Gabe Gottesman, and welcome into the second episode of the MIHS Hall of Fame Podcast. On the first episode, I interviewed Tim Gottesman, who won two state championships with MIHS and was inducted into the MIHS Hall of Fame. On this episode, I talked with another tennis superstar from the high school, Aaron Vernon. Aaron had some incredible stories that really show the unique lives of a student-athlete. Before having an incredibly successful career at MIHS and eventually in college at Notre Dame, Aaron was a kid who picked up both the racket and the basketball from a very young age. Super young age for both. I grew up across the street from the Mercer Island High School tennis court, so never really remembered learning how to play. Uh, My parents and my older brother played, and they sawed off a wood racket, um, so it was like half the size and um, remade the grip and would send me up while they were playing tennis to just hit against the backboard when I was super young, probably like three or four. So I just kind of always played, never formally, like never had any sort of team or coach until uh, probably 10 or 11. But uh, yeah, just played a lot at the high school courts. Basketball was kind of um, similar. My dad was a PE teacher um, for Island Park, and kindergarten on, I would go with him to school, but he obviously had to get there earlier, so I would just hang out in the gym and shoot hoops until uh, class started. So spent a lot of time shooting hoops before and after school waiting for my dad to get done with his work so we could go home. Although Aaron played both tennis and basketball as a kid all the way up to high school, After tearing her ACL while playing basketball as a freshman, she decided to focus on tennis. In my previous interview with Tim Gottesman, he told me about the competitive lifestyle of playing sports for Mercer Island. I asked Erin if she felt the same way during her time on the tennis team. Yeah, so I would say um, the top five players at Mercer Island High School would have been one anywhere else in the state. It was very rare that we would go into a dual match, and at that time... um, lose more than one or two games across like games like wow. everyone would win six oh six oh six. Um and it was it was a good group. I mean it was very supportive and it was supportive not only within the team but like alumni. Um we kinda all knew each other. It was um it's a small world in tennis so people who graduated a few years back and were in college were um kept in touch and were supportive. Um so it's it's a great community to grow up playing tennis in. Many high school athletes struggle to balance both sports and school 
during the season and can get overwhelmed. Erin told me how she managed playing sports at a high level, getting work done, and getting enough sleep to stay healthy. Yeah, I mean, it's it, it's busy, but it's it's a good kind of busy. I mean, like I said, I've had enough injuries across the board that, you know, if you're healthy, just to appreciate it and don't push it. So, if, you know, if you're if you have an injury, take the time off to rest. Like sometimes there's pressure to go back early. And um, but just uh, if you're not injured and, you know, you if you're an athlete at that level, you kind of get a feel for, OK, I I'm healthy. I can push myself. Um and just make sure you're doing it for yourself and not um, it's something that you like to do. Erin had many big matches at the high school level, and I wondered if she had any experiences that stuck out to her during her playing days. And she had one of the most incredible high school tennis matches I had ever heard. I think it was my senior year. I was going to early sign with a college, but they went back on their verbal because one of the best amateur players in Russia decided that she wanted to uh, play college tennis and the university that had given me a verbal offer uh, rescinded the offer during the early signing. There were two signing dates at that time. And so I was left without a scholarship, but a couple universities uh, offered, there's one more tennis tournament and a couple universities didn't uh, sign anyone early and said, you know, for the normal signing date, if you play this one tournament and, you know, we get to know you a little bit watching you on the court, you know, we can talk. And so it was a high stress tournament. I was a little, I, I played a couple good matches and then I was playing the n- number one player in the nation a year younger than me. So there was a wall of college coaches kind of in a bad mood. My toe hurt really bad. I like the nail had collapsed. I've been playing a lot of tennis and it hurt. And she won the first three games without me winning a point. And I was just, you know, was one of those moments where I just kind of, I was, my toe hurt and I was tired, but I just kind of took a step back and I thought, you know what, it's very rare that you can take a moment in time and really feel like, okay, if I do something right now, it really can impact my future. Like it was like that moment. I'm like, I should enjoy that I worked hard enough to have this moment and I should just not let pain in my toe slow me down. Um, and so I just kind of calmed down and appreciated the moment that I had, you know, worked so hard for and I didn't lose another game. So I won six, three, six, Oh, against this girl that was on paper way better than me. And I walked off the court and I was like, Oh, my toe really hurts. And I looked down and it had bled through my shoe and it was, it was pretty nasty. Um, but the Notre Dame coach saw me take off my shoe and it was just like, all red, just totally bloody, and he on the spot was like, okay, I'm going to give her a full ride if she wants it, because wow. he thought that was so cool that I played with a bloody toe. So because of a comeback with a bloody toe, Aaron was able to get an offer to play at a Division One school. I asked Aaron what the biggest differences were between high school and college athletics. Going and playing at a Division One school, um, it's an awesome experience. Um, there's a lot of resources and support. I think we're lucky coming from Marshall Island High School because there is a lot of support for the sports program and for being student athletes. There was a lot of support and respect. Like you weren't just an athlete. Like the athletes weren't assumed to not be good students. And it was similar at Notre Dame. There was a, a good support process. And what's really fun uh, with playing a college sport is you get to travel um, and that camaraderie with the team. It's like an instant family that you get going to, you know, this new place where there's so many people. Um, 
to kind of get this instant support set up, not only with your peers who are all, you know, tennis players who have experienced things similar to what you have, but also um, the staff and the coaches and the advisors. So all in all, it was, uh, it was basically the Mercer Island experience on steroids. After a great career at Mercer Island and beyond, Erin was inducted into the MIHS Hall of Fame. She said that it was a pretty cool honor to have. I mean, it's a great honor. I mean, there's, uh, it's such a strong school in terms of both uh, sports and academics. And just, uh, it's nice to be part of that history. Um, so it was, it, was, uh, it was pretty neat. It was a nice surprise. Finally, I asked Erin what she took away from her career as an athlete. She never played professionally, but she did learn lessons about life from her days on the court. Well, I think, um, I mean, and student athletes hear this a lot, but you do learn how to balance your practice and also academics. And um, Mercer Island uh, has a lot of good teachers and coaches that kind of help you with that. And also, there are a lot of teammates, um, not only in tennis, but in other sports that uh, were supportive of each other. So it really helped prepare me for being a, a college athlete too. And also to keep that um, intensity on the academics alive. Um, I never went on post-college uh, in my tennis, but I was a good enough student to go on and get a PhD and now I'm a professor. So it's uh, to understand the value of not only the athletics, but also to appreciate the academics that go along with being a first a high school athlete at a high level high school. Um, and then uh, using that skill set that I developed there to continue on. For all athletes, playing sports in high school is more than just wins and losses. There are also lessons you can learn. That is the end of the second episode of the MIHS Hall of Fame podcast. I would first like to thank Erin for letting me interview her and telling us about her career at the high school level. I hope that everyone learned about an athlete that really we didn't know the life of, but had some incredible stories throughout her high school career. I'll see you next time, and thank you so much for listening.